Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe Nerds. Gabe is back, and the two of us are going to be talking about episode four of Moon Knight. Um, so, um, yeah, it's going. This is going to be a fun one to talk about. So, Gabe, what were your thoughts on episode four of Moon Knight? All right, everybody, take your crazy pills, cause this one gets kind of wild. This might be one of the most graphic things you've ever seen in a Marvel Studios production. <laughs> I wish I was joking, but it gets kind of dark there for a second. Um, there's like a, a lot of um, oh, what you might call it. I just like guess like a lot more Egyptian mythology and mm -hmm. um, architecture, I guess. For anyone who it's kind of nerdy about that stuff, I guess. This was a great episode. Not to get too deep into it. But you think every time you think you figure this show out, it just takes another turn, gets weirder. It's like Inception. You go another layer deeper mm -hmm. in his crazy. Um, so I think uh, people that like kind of... Uh, twisty turny stuff you ever gotta keep on liking this episode i enjoyed it a lot i think it was uh this one and the last one were were definitely pretty strong so mm -hmm. definitely watch it yeah there's there's some cool stuff in both these episodes and i i think um I had I thought it was gonna go a completely different way in this episode when i predicted last week i didn't know that it was gonna go to what it did here but uh i thought i thought it was crazy and i'm interested to see how what's actually happening next week because we'll get to the cliffhanger basically of it just ended super weird and we want to know what the actual hell is happening right now yep so um let's so we'll start with that opening scene of like the hero's goons i think are chasing down steven slash mark and layla and layla ends up uh basically blowing up the armored vehicle with flares so it was like it was a cool little scene there um for the opening um interesting how i mean i feel like layla and steven slash mark probably should have gotten wounded by bullets but <laughs> nah fuck it he's the moon knight now and layla Okay, but, like, the way it kind of, like, went back and forth between uh, Steven and Mark's memory is, like, really screwy mm -hmm. in, like, a good way. It's, like, really... Because I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you would probably have some really weird traces of memory if you're remembering, like, things as one person and then remembering things as the next. Right. Uh, it's almost like... As, as we've seen so far, he, like, it's almost like he blacks out or something when he flips the switch. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm like, the, this is partially why it seems so, like, disconjointed, I guess, is because, like, it's just kind of, like, taking uh, his memory of, like, kicking the shit out of people as Mark, like, a couple hours ago, and then Steven, and then just kind of, like, smushing them together. Right. So we'll get into it later, but I do think that's kind of, um, there's kind of some kind of bridge that needs to be created, <clears throat> I think, to like fully understand what's going on here. 
Mm-hmm. But I think it was just like the last couple episodes, if you like um, just kind of how they do Moon Knight, I guess. This this episode also does like a lot of cool stuff with those two as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I think Oscar Isaac's acting here, we're going to get to it at the end, but Oscar Isaac really is great at acting. So mm-hmm. um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it. And this opening scene is just kind of fun. So, um, but then, so then they find Amit's tomb and they go inside and we get to this scene where, as if it couldn't get any weirder, then uh, they get ambushed by mummies, and these mummies bring in one of Arthur Harrow's goons, and like we hear gunfire and these weird clicking sounds that these mummies are making, and they so they bring in one of Arthur's goons and basically Temple of Doom him and rip out his heart, and I was just like, geez, this is pretty graphic for uh, Marvel Studios and Disney. So I mean, um, yeah, and they're making it all like all like atmospheric and shit like the weird i don't know if he was like an actual mummy or like half half dead yeah thing i don't know he he looked pretty uh blue in the face he that he looked like he had been dead for a very long time but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like clicking and shit like uh, freaking people that have PlayStation so they probably played The Last of Us. It sounded like freaking clickers from that game. Shit was like really weird. And wow. it's like pulling out its freaking guts and stuff. Just yeah. you know, putting it in his like little lunch pail. It was it was, it was pretty dark for this. Uh, for like what we were used to, but I was like really digging it. Yeah, it was a cool little change that we haven't seen before. And then them Layla and Steven slash Mark they're running away and like they're getting chased and you have Layla almost getting dragged to hell by one of them and then fl- using another flare to kill that mummy and i it was a it was a really cool uh like it it was cool to use some horror elements yeah but i guess they kind of suck at killing cuz i swear she almost died like 3 times during that sequence <laughs> yeah. i don't even she just like it pulled her into like this freaking void Mm-hmm. And then she comes out with like a brick in her hand. I'm like, okay, I guess she she had a brick in her pocket or something. <laughs> and then she like they like tumble off that like into that pit, but she's like, you know, grabs it like it's smash grabs the ledge like it's Smash Bros or something. Yeah. And pulls herself up at the last second. So that that was cool though. Yeah, or like Uncharted when Nathan Drake can just grab ledges that yeah, are at like crazy ass heights. <laughs> yeah, so I but I I thought that was cool for sure. And then uh, then Layla gets confronted by Arthur, and he's telling her that there's stuff that she doesn't know. And Stephen Mark go to the uh, sarcophagus or the coffin of uh, Alexander the Great and pull out Amit's statue out of his throat. And, um, then they get, uh, Layla comes in and he's basically like, I saw your father get murdered by my partner, but, um, I didn't do it. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know whether that means his third personality, which is, uh, named Jake Lockley or whether, um, there's people that are also saying that there, there was like an actual separate mercenary that used to work with, Moon Knight named Bushman, 
um, in the comics, so I don't know if that's actually what he's referring to, and that's actually going to be who um, who killed Layla's father and the other mercenaries and tried to, and left Mark for dead. So, yeah, I was halfway expecting it to be a different Pharaoh, <laughs> but as soon as he said like, "Oh, there's Macedonian writing on this," I kind of knew it was Alexander the Great. <laughs> so that was kind of a cool surprise. I, however, I did think when he was like shoving his fist down his uh, mummified throat that like his jaw would just like snap shut and he would have to fight like the ancient mummified body of of Alexander the Great Yeah, Um, that would have been really weird but yeah so I just have like one little gripe about that whole thing Mm -hmm. even though it was like a compelling scene and all I, I feel like there needed to be like more known about uh, her character. Yeah. Or just like I, I don't know if this is me, or, and if I couldn't remember, but I'm like I don't recall. I was like thinking I'm like I don't recall like them hashing that over, and like mentioning it earlier in the show. I think so. I I know that when he when Mark slash Steven was, was, I'm just going to say Mark, um, when Mark was captured by the cops who were working for Harrow and they were like, oh, all these mercenaries were tied up and shot in the back of the head. And, um, so I know that they alluded to it there. I agree with you. I can't remember any other time that this was particularly mentioned. Maybe it was mentioned in like episode two once, but. My God. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like not a big deal, I guess, but like. I, I just, uh, it seemed like uh, something I couldn't completely, um, I guess, recognize as something I should have been empathizing with right. earlier since they didn't bring it up. But that, that, I mean, I guess, like, we can now kind of, like, make this rule of thumb from just based on that and, like, early episodes. Whenever uh, Mark says, that wasn't me, it was probably one of his other psychotic-ass personalities. Right, so, right. So that that kind of, like, opens a door there, like you said. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what it, they're leading us, they've been leading us to believe is that it's a third personality, but, uh, Jake Lockley, but I we don't know it could be it could have actually been someone else but i don't know i also took it as i think mark's having trouble believing himself that he did it i don't know if he i mean i know arthur's like oh your husband actually he does realize he does know what he's done he just won't tell you or whatever but right i don't know so um maybe we'll get an admission at some point (laughs) although i mean we don't know what the hell is going on now but yeah um but yeah so then arthur comes in after that shoots mark and uh we see the like the it reminded me of uh um oh god uh jordan peele's get out where like he's sinking in like the darkness so like his body starts sinking um so it kind of reminded me of that um and then it just opens on this random, like, 80s version of Indiana Jones. Well, I guess Indiana yeah. Jones was made in the 80s, but, but it, like, it was a really, it looked like a really low production version of Indiana Jones, and, um, and then we find out that this archaeologist is Dr. Stephen Grant, and then we see this whole insane asylum with, like, the characters that we've seen in the show so far, like, there's the lady that Stephen worked with in the, the museum, there's, like, the cops 
that uh, worked for Harrow are there. Obviously, Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow is there as the psychologist. Um, there's stuff like there. He has a Moon Knight action figure. There's like cupcakes. There's 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 a goldfish. There's like everything that he would get from this insane asylum is there, which is pretty peculiar. So I guess it it is it kind of probably isn't reality um obviously but like that's kind of a first clue i um i didn't notice it though till i watched like the theory videos on this everything else that was there and yeah a few yeah. things ran through my head when i was watching this first of all okay the first thing that i thought was happening i was like oh shit they just teleported to another freaking reality where <laughs> we're following this goofy ass guy and his sidekick finding uh the you know temple of doom um (laughs) or whatever i'm like oh god but then i figured oh it's probably one of those things where it's like you know it's someone is watching this program Mm -hmm. um and after like just going through that whole bit where everything is just suddenly like really tranquil and you recognize these characters but they're not them Mm -hmm. like ethan hawking is uh hawk hawking hawk (laughs) Hawk, (laughs) ethan hawking yes uh no ethan hawk uh he's playing this uh you know his doctor or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm like after inspecting this it sounds stupid but honestly i hope this is like you know actually reality Mm -hmm. i think it would have been cool if like maybe he was reincarnated or something i don't know um just i like the idea that like all that somehow is tied into what's happening now or like led up to this moment but like the real like setting of this show is just him tweaking the hell out in this like hospital you know and just like having lapses of memory and like running away from nurses and stuff i'm like this i don't know i really like that setup yeah so it would be kind of um, throwing be throwing a curveball at us, but like I can dig it. The one part I don't understand or like haven't really thought to, um, I guess I really haven't come to understand it yet is the freaking hippopotamus goddess. Yeah. So let's let's uh, get to that. So after Stephen runs away from Layla and runs away from Ethan Hawke and goes out he finds another coffin that has steven in it they hug they run out they come across a third coffin which presumably has the other the third personality in it they just avoid that so that's kind of a clue there and then they, the weirdest part they open up the doors and the freaking hippopotamus goddess opens up is nervous and then says hi and they both scream because the natural that would be our natural reactions too if we just saw a random hippopotamus just walk through and then the episode just ends I I was just like, okay, this this is the weirdest the MCU has ever gone, and I wasn't sure if this was, like, that broke the reality, but I didn't know if it was like, okay, Mark is just so insane that, he, that we're seeing things from his perspective of what he thinks he's seen, and so maybe this is still reality, but then I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I, I just don't know that they'd completely be, like, nothing... I, I mean, I guess you could explain it. It's just, 
it's weird to be like, okay, none of the stuff that we've been seeing for three and a half episodes mattered, but... Right. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's got to tie into it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I So, definitely what supports that it's, like, still kind of something he's, like, kind of having in his head is the fact of, you know, there's a giant, weird... Uh, animal god standing right in front of him talking mm-hmm. to him and also the fact that like steven and mark are like right in front of each other like same right this exact same room talking to each other like there's just the, if anything those are the two things that should be off i mean aside from like him retrieving them from like those uh sarcophaguses or like coffins or whatever right like i don't think those are just i don't think they use those for beds in psychiatric hospitals <laughs> no. I don't know. um yeah i i i'm we'll just have to see like part of me in my intuition was telling me that this could just be like some really freaking weird um like warehouse uh that Arthur has like rented or something mm-hmm. and he's just like he kind of does this with everyone who pisses him off or something. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know either. I mean like I feel like that's kind of a thing. I think I'm trying to remember, but I think there was also this thing. I think it was Ash versus the Evil Dead and Bruce Campbell's character Ash gets put in like an uh an insane asylum in that show. I think by the bad guy. I think it was in season two or something. I can't remember, but I I thought part of it was also like a dream in that show. I don't know. I have to look. I have to look back and see. But I that it reminds me of Ash versus the Evil Dead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. So I think um. And and uh, we saw it also. I think at the very beginning, before it hits the Marvel Studios logo and everything else, we do see that the other gods put Conchu's statue in one of the little burial cubicles or with the candles and whatnot. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we have to kind of figure out more. I they I feel like Conchu is going to be freed again. That's why I think that you know that stuff is actually real, probably, but. Right, because, I mean, at least for Kanshu, uh, unless they <clears throat> sort of change things here, he needs him to, like, have his Moon Knight powers. Right. So it seems. So he can't just be like, I mean, he fucking died when he <laughs> tried squaring up without his Moon Knight powers. He yeah. got shot, like, three times in the right. chest. Right. So, I, I, you know, he, he's got to get it back somehow. I don't know, maybe, like, slice a deal with another god or something? Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, we can hit our official predictions here. What What do you think is going to happen in the last two episodes, Gabe? <sighs> okay. Um, that might be the greatest question I've ever received. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, it's really hard to tell. If I had to put my money's worth on it, I think this is like at least some of this is like real to some capacity like mm-hmm. starting out the mental hospital right uh, I don't know why I can't shake the idea of like it's somehow reincarnation I mean 
now that I think about it, if you're just looking at the like the last scene before he does wake up in that hospital where he's like just kind of floating down into like the bottom of nothing, mm-hmm. that at least for me, I feel like that's what it would be like if you're like just about to be reincarnated into, uh, you know, your mark, but part two, right? Um, so I I think. I don't know. I, I think I can definitely see if we're just talking about the finale as well. Maybe all this will sort of like converge. It'll make a lot more sense. Like some kind of like missing pieces of the puzzle will come together. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see what that is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I can agree with that. I mean, I think the uh, next episode is going to start with telling us what the hell is going on with that hippo goddess and whatnot. Like, I really, as goofy as that's going to be next episode, we just, I mean, you can't just end this episode off like that and not show us what happens next. Like, actually, what the hell is going on in that scene. But, um, so I assume we're going to find out, and I assume we're going to get some actual Moon Knight action, um in the next two episodes, because, I mean, the show is still Moon Knight. Um, I I also do think that we're going to get official, like, the official drop for Mark uh, that he has disassociative identity disorder, because I don't think it's been explicitly stated by anyone in the show so far. Um, yeah, which, like, for all we know, like, once they do, they could just explain that even Kanshu is sort of, like, uh, a figment of his imagination. Right. I... If I was writing the show low-key, I would, like, just make it canon that, like, um, like, like, a fair chunk of the stuff he sees and communicates with, like, aren't, like, completely real, but, like, there's definitely, like, some influence from, like, the scarab he carries. Mm -hmm. Like, there is some power imbued in it. Right. Yeah, and, um... Yeah, I mean, it, it'll it be interesting to see where it goes from here. I also know that Oscar Isaac dropped, I don't know if you saw this, but on Jimmy Fallon's talk show, he dropped uh, a song where he was singing about a hippopotamus, like, last week. And I don't know if it was in anticipation of this episode. It probably honestly was, because it was kind of random for Oscar Isaac to go on a talk show and just play a song on his guitar and sing about a hippopotamus. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's just good old Oscar Isaac for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, I guess we'll have to, you know, keep our ears out for more teasers. I don't know. He seems like a fellow that would uh, definitely give us more hints. Yeah. He's- taking out a guitar and singing about it on jimmy fallon so <laughs> yeah. um all right well i guess let's hit nerdy news so i mean i didn't really have anything that i haven't already mentioned i mean i guess uh what the the nick cage movie um unbearable weight of massive talent comes out this weekend so that's something i'm probably going to see uh just because if you're a fan of nick cage i think this is the ultimate nick cage movie um uh and then what else is there i mean obviously dr strange 2 uh more trailers have dropped out that oh thor love and thunder trailer we got a 
Yeah, that that's the big one. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, I thought the little teaser trailer was cool. I uh, the Guns and Roses music and um, I I love seeing Thor and Star Lord do more, have more banter. So that's always fun. So yeah, I mean, especially like considering, I mean, they're going to be side by side. It's almost like they're he's going to be a functioning new member of the team, if not like a very very special, you know. Uh, cameo to kind of carry on their back i haven't seen the whole thing i've seen like very i've seen a shit ton of like snippets on mm-hmm. advertising and stuff yeah uh, and on tiktok i believe mm-hmm. so but i i think i'm gonna wait until the full trailer drops to kind of like see what the vibes are but definitely i, I mean you can't really honestly i think this is the best director choice for this kind of thing so Right, and we knew Taika, I, I, we, like, even the director, Kevin Feige was like, uh, yeah, we want to get Taika back right after Ragnarok, because <laughs> that was the reason why they need, they need someone eccentric like Taika for these Thor movies now, because, like, right. unfortunately the first two, uh, didn't, weren't as good looking back. I mean, we obviously know what happened with Thor 2. The first Thor had some decent ideas, but, uh wasn't as good an execution either with what they wanted to do with the characters and Ragnarok just nailed everything. Right, which like it's it's a little bit of a weird choice, but honestly, if he's like the flagship character for like the more zany movies, like I'm completely okay with that. Yeah. If like if he, you know, if there comes a day where he has like a freaking fifth movie or something and it's like really kooky, yeah. Honestly, just scrap the first two Thor movies and just like yeah, pretend, you know, the the Taika trilogy is sort of like, you know, the only thing you should really be caring about as right. far as like Thor goes. Like, I, I'd be okay if we kind of like, sh- you know, shifted gears towards that. Right. Really good director. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody has seen any of his other movies i like jojo rabbit and stuff like and there's definitely some other good ones um and i i enjoyed taika's performance in free guy just because i again taika being eccentric so um so yeah i mean and we also got the first uh look at jane foster as mighty thor natalie portman is back officially i mean we knew she was back but um to see her in the first official trailer with what looks like a reformed mjolnir which is tight yeah i was kind of hoping it would be like a golden mjolnir doesn't she get that in the books i don't know for sure you're probably right about that i'd have to look at it but it it looks like the same one that that hella broke in ragnarok like thor's old Mjolnir and so right um, you can see the cracks and stuff yeah so I don't know what exactly is happening there I mean with Multiverse of Madness I mean they waited so long to even have a teaser like people were saying this is like the shortest amount of time between the actual movie release and a teaser dropping which I don't know feels like it yeah and I I don't know if it's like a sign of anything but there's people speculating that this is, is a Jane Foster from the multiverse um, and that multiverse of madness is gonna cause more things to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be cool, but like, let's be real, they didn't spend enough time like hashing out a t- character arc for her 
to actually handle hand over the mantle right but it, i think it'd be cool uh, if they were just like yeah she's the new thor now i'd be like okay and i would check out like the next movie to star her yeah well complete, like right. yeah you know it's it just seems like something they wouldn't normally do yeah i mean hemsworth's only like 38 and so i mean right. hemsworth can still be thor for a while longer so if he wants to be so um there i think there's still more they can do and they can bring jane jane foster in more but i'd i'd be fine with just like them teaming up for more movies i i don't necessarily want chris hemsworth's thor to be just just be gone all of a sudden after this movie so right and that just kind of goes into like discussion of character send-offs yeah like we know uh dr banner is out there somewhere just kind of like vibing well actually we saw him in uh uh shang chi so yeah there you go but like and we know she hulk's coming this year so we know we're right. gonna get some something's gonna happen there um clint barton hawkeye is still is there with kate bishop now we know he's just they're just vibing now at the end of that um yeah. so i don't i don't know um what's happening with both of those so yeah we'll just have to see what happens with thor and um and i mean i i guess other other i mean we know the guardians uh, are ending next year as well or at least this team of the guardians so um, right which i mean it, it was a little sad to like look at because then they showed like a little bit of the guardians and i mean it not not to be like you know obviously dave batista is aged i mean it's been like 10 years since the first guardians but i it definitely looked like he he's aged quite a bit um yeah and plus like for a thing with guardians like well for one uh unfortunately a couple of those guys are just kind of like in the backgrounds yeah you know like we we've talked about how mantis is there just to like I don't know. She's just there. People under sleep. And Drax uh, is just there to make really bad jokes. And be invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, they can just kind of peel off, and you can do some shit where Quill is like, I gotta find out who I really am. And, yeah. You know, there you go. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, I'm hoping, and I think Rocket is, is probably gonna get an end to his arc. I think Rocket is likely to die in Guardians 3. I think, um, I don't, I mean, without Rocket, I mean, what's gonna happen to Groot? I don't know, or this version of Groot. So, I mean, uh, I, I think Star-Lord, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, if they keep moving forward with Star-Lord a little bit more after, after this in some way, but, um, yeah. but I, I don't know about, I don't think the rest of them are gonna be around for a while. I, I think, I don't know. I, this is more into Guardians 3 at this point, but, I mean, with yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder, knowing that they're in it, it's kind of, like, inevitable. And we also didn't, we didn't see a shot of Gore the God Butcher yet, Christian Bale, and I'm excited to finally get a look at him a little bit. Yeah, definitely keep that one under wraps. Yeah. I think, oh boy, I think it could be pretty funky with, like, Christian Bale behind it, so... Maybe maybe they should wait till a big reveal for that one. Yeah, we'll have to see. But um, any other nerdy news for you, Gabe? Um, 
not anything good. <laughs> I know. I know. We talked about Ezra Miller last time. Oh yeah. Uh, you can bring it up again. <laughs> there was another GTA Five inspired rage, and uh, they're in fucking jail again. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a video. I don't. It was like a TikTok thing that ended up on Twitter, and someone like had video of like Ezra Miller's like mugshot on a TV, and then they turned the camera around, and Ezra Miller was talking to people, and I was like, okay, I don't know what to think of this, but if this was actual footage or edited in some way, but yeah, they're actually in jail again. Um, Warner Brothers, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. And I, uh, also, I believe Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's like abuse trial is happening as well. So she's, I'm hoping she gets fired from Aquaman. So please do. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Warner Brothers needs to sort some things out because they can't keep many of their actors under control. Yeah, and, you know, I, it's, it's, it's not like actors can come back from, like, these types of things or, like, kind of, like, all sides of, like, outwards media are, like, kind of, like, against them. Like, yeah. even if, like, we have, like, the sweetest redemption for Johnny Depp, it's not, like... I mean, do you think anyone at Warner Bros. are going to try to, like, schedule a meeting with him? Not no. likely. Which no. just kind of sucks, like, you know, yeah. just making shitty calls about who you're hiring and keeping, I guess. But I digress. Yeah. Or Disney, because, I mean, he's gone from Pirates of the Caribbean now, too. And Yeah, yeah. I mean... Which you can't make, like, a, uh, like a follow-up one, or maybe they won't even... I've always thought they could make, like, a prequel movie about him. Now they probably won't even want to touch that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just have always felt like the first three Pirates of the Caribbean were perfect where they were, then they made two more, and they weren't great. Um, So, I don't know. It's kind of like, I I figured that Pirates should have been done what, like, ten years ago, <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, they could have stopped after the third, but... Yeah, so... Um, alright, and, uh... Yeah, oh, also, Fantastic Beasts, related to Ezra Miller, Fantastic Beasts 3 is, like, underperforming, and they basically said if it underperforms, they're basically pulling the plug on their planned, uh, last two movies in that, in that franchise last two movies they're gonna be another two freaking movies yeah they plan to have like five fantastic beasts movies oh apparently God. i i i liked the first one although they i didn't like the plot line with ezra miller's character anyways and then the second one john it wasn't johnny depp's fault but like the crimes of grindelwald was not that good and i've heard mixed things about this one um so i mean obviously if it's underperforming but <laughs> yeah I mean, they could have just did a trilogy, nicely packaged, you know, that's all you really need, no more, no less, but... Yeah, and... If they just, like, again, you know, if they just wrote more of the source material, you'd have more movies to make off of it, but also fuck J.K. Rowling, (laughs) so, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, I mean, at, at this point, I mean, not even the actors want to return for The Cursed Child or whatever it is, so, I mean, I mean, I, I knew uh, they were pretty much done at this point. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson are moving on to better things at oh, yeah, this point. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, so I don't know. I just, um, I, I, I feel like the Harry Potter series should have just stayed where it was at. They didn't need to make a Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. So, oh, well, and, and I mean, the Harry Potter 20 year reunion on HBO Max was great too. Like that, that, that was a great like reunion. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I think that's everything. Um, so our plan is to finish Moon Knight, and then we're gonna have. Ho- we're trying to hopefully have as many of us as we can to talk about Doctor Strange two right after Moon Knight finishes, and um, that unfortunately I think for at least a little while, um, for the foreseeable future, is gonna be the end of the podcast. Um, but we'll get to that when we get to talk about Doctor Strange as our I guess finale. So. Um, yeah, otherwise, uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Tribe of Nerds.